welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live. Okay, actually, we're not recorded live. We're in like four different locations. It's brought together by this genius technological advancement. Jerry doesn't understand it, but we'll get him through it. Here he is, Jerry Springer, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Megan just lied. I, I, well. No, what what is it? No, oh. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, if you could turn off your cell phones, Jerry. (laughs) No. No, see, the thing is, uh, we recorded that bit about, because we've been doing for the last two years, we've been doing the Zoom, Mm -hmm. uh, because we all live in different places. Uh, But tonight, we actually are in Cincinnati. In one place. In one place. This is unbelievable. Yeah. At Panoptic uh, Media. Yeah. Slash Ambient Studios. Yes. Yes. So, here, so it's thank wonderful. you to it's them. It's like for, we're a real podcast. Oh, like a real yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. And joining our real podcast in a little bit. Uh, so be sure to stick around for this. Lucas Wayne, a really good uh, country singer. You know, some might call it folk, Americana, country, Western, uh, from Carmi, Illinois. Not too far from Evansville, Indiana. I think I've got that right. So uh, he'll be coming on, but I wanted to ask you a question, Jerry. Mm. Uh, We all saw that movie years ago. I don't know if Megan ever did. It was back during our generation of movie making called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah. You probably saw it. It was a great movie. Sidney Poitier and Spencer Tracy. So Donald Trump had a Guess Who's Coming to Dinner (laughs) moment. Great intro. That was good. Tell us what your reaction was to that and tell us what that dinner was. Well, why are we surprised? I mean, why are we getting this over-the-top reaction to Donald Trump having dinner with the notorious racist and anti-Semite Nick Fuentes and the equally controversial rapper formerly known as Kanye West, who just a few weeks ago expanded his rants by tweeting, DEFCON 3 on Jews. Did we not know of Trump's racism before? his years as a landlord refusing to rent to blacks, his taking out full-page ads in New York newspapers calling for the death penalty for five African-American teenage boys who were, as it turned out, wrongly accused of brutally raping a jogger, ads for which he has since never apologized, his good people on both sides, quote, response to the racist march in Charlottesville where these neo-Nazis and Klansmen were chanting, Jews shall not replace us. His referring to African nations as shithole countries. His continuing effort to suppress minority voting. Come on. Of course he'd have dinner with these guys. It's not as if other kinds of Republicans are lining up to join him at Mar-a-Lago. By the way, the anti-Semitic Holocaust-denying Fuentes organized a white supremacist conference earlier this year where the likes of Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gozar spoke. But none of this discouraged Trump. Just the opposite. In speaking of his dinner with Fuentes, he proudly said, and I'm quoting here, he, Fuentes, gets me. Indeed, the former Kanye West said, yeah, Trump was very impressed with him. Again, no surprise. What does... Uh, puzzle me, however, is how some prominent Republicans suddenly distancing themselves from Trump 
like former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, now say that this dinner makes Trump an untenable candidate for president. Really? It took this dinner to make that obvious? But what disturbs me beyond mere puzzlement is the statement of Matt Brooks, chief executive of the Republican Jewish Coalition, when he said, and I'm quoting here, We strongly condemn the virulent anti-Semitism of Kanye West and Nick Fuentes and call on all political leaders to reject their messages of hate and refuse to meet with them, end quote. What bothers me about this as a Jewish person is obviously not the statement itself, nothing wrong with that, but rather why did this Republican Jewish organization wait so long to condemn the racism of Trump? Did we not know of it? Of course we did. Could it be that so long as his bigotry was just aimed at blacks or Mexicans or Muslims, no big deal? But now when it's against us, now that is over the line. That's too much. Now we'll speak out. That's what I find untenable. You see, I think those of us who are Jewish carry a special responsibility for humankind. If the Holocaust taught us anything, it's that bigotry and prejudice aimed at anyone or any race or religion a bigotry based not on what a particular person does, but simply on what a person is, that is what is unconscionable. And we Jews, having been victimized by it in the extreme, must march to the front lines in fighting against such bigotry. In simple terms, in fighting against Trump or Trumpism, I didn't have to wait till they came after the Jews. Their bigotry against blacks, Mexicans, and Muslims was enough. How can we not know that? Good job, Jerry. Yep. Thanks. Hey, by the way, I'm going to connect a couple dots here. Fighting against bigotry, here we are, and we're almost at 2023. In 1961, you were in the spring, you were a senior in high school at Forest Hills High School in New yes. York. Yep. I was at McNicholas High School as a senior here in Cincinnati, east side of Cincinnati. We were both 17 years old. Yep. Um, and something happened that, and we didn't even know each other then. And I focused on it. I was in a pretty conservative, frankly, oh, yeah. all white uh, situation in my high school. Uh, you were in a much more diverse situation in, in Queens, New York. But the Freedom Riders happened yeah. that May 1961. I knew all about it in real time when it was happening. Yep. So uh, on November 29th, no, pardon me, uh, on November 21st, so that's just recently, yep. a woman died in Cincinnati and her name was Frances Wilson Canty. And she was on that bus. She was a freedom rider. Yeah. And she just died a week or so ago. And uh, she, there is a memorial, and I just felt that we should do a tip of the hat exactly. to one of these courageous people. 
there's a visitation at uh, First Baptist Church in Kennedy Heights. This is a place in Cincinnati. <clears throat> and if you're interested, uh, Francis, F-R-A-N-C-E-S, Wilson, Canty, you can look it up if you're from around yep. this area. I think I'm going to go. I think it's Friday, might be Thursday. I'm going I'm to look it up. We're recording this on a Tuesday night. I never met her. Yeah. But I am going to really try to keep my discipline up because there's yeah. no reason that I don't go. Yeah, It's not like yeah. I, my schedule yeah. is going to prevent it. it won't. Yep. I want to go and just walk in and sign the book and yep. pay respects to this that's woman a great, that's a, who did this. Yeah. Because I have seen of late even, and we had a podcast years ago, and to our listeners, if you haven't listened, I think it was... We split it into two episodes. That was our very first season. One of the first uh, episodes we did, and uh, David, Dr. David Fankhauser, who is a professor, now retired from the University of Cincinnati, and he knew her. And she, I know about this because I'm a Facebook friend with David Fankhauser. Uh, but they both, I don't know that they knew each other before they went, but they came to know each other. So... Uh, the Freedom Riders were bold and courageous people, and some of them got their teeth knocked out and bloodied, and a bus was burned, and they held the door to keep people from getting off the bus, and only because it started to explode did the racists back off the doors, and they were able to get out alive. Well, for for uh, regular listeners of our podcast, what was it, five years ago or so, yep. we had... Some of the Freedom Riders. We did. Yep. On our, in, in person oh, here at the doing the podcast. It was and like seven years ago. So yeah, yeah. The, their but stories were unbelievable. One of the most memorable ones I think that we've done, and I definitely yeah. encourage our listeners to go back and and listen yeah. to that. Just the energy coming from the music in that episode and the conversation. It was very very moving. I, I agree, and uh, the and the music that they, they used music, because she, by the way, ended up, along with David Fankhauser, Stokely Carmichael, Congressman John Lewis. These people were all in the same jail cell. Yeah. Parchman Prison. Yeah. A, a, a labor farm, hardcore, man, in yeah. Jackson, Mississippi. And they spent, uh, Fankhauser was in there for 43 days. I remember. Because him. it was, the strategy was, you may recall, jail, no bail. Yeah. They said, we are going to fill up the jails in the South. Yes. They beat the crap out of these, the first round of Freedom yeah. Riders, and these kids all said, we need more people to go. And black kids and white kids got all more buses, and they and went down. And their jails were filled, and then they didn't they know what to do, up. so they stopped arresting them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to finish this off, so that the people who are hearing this and wondering, well, what, was, what were the Freedom Riders all about? Well... The Supreme Court had ruled actually just the year before that you could not discriminate Supreme Court ruling against interstate travelers. Sure. So they were going to the bus stops of Trailway buses and Greyhound bus stations, and they were going in and using the alternate drinking fountains. The white yeah. freedom riders would go to the black fountains and vice right. versa. They did it in the bathrooms and they sat at lunch counters. Yeah. And then they started to beat the crap out of them, and uh, the rest is history. And they got finally put, it's, it's masterful. Mm -hmm. They got all this public attention focused on this, on the three, only there were only yeah. three news channels. 
Then the President Kennedy got involved, and Bobby Kennedy oh, sure. as Attorney General got involved, oh, yeah. and they finally, and Martin Luther King was involved, and they fixed it. Yeah. And so, tip of the hat mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. Francis Wilson Canty. You are my hero today, and God bless you. I, if she doesn't get a straight route to heaven, nobody does. Then this religion <laughs> thing is messed up, man. Yeah, yeah. she got to go straight to heaven. Well, I do. can't tell her how to get there, but uh, <laughs> I, you know, you're going to have I'm these ways. A, I'm Jerry. not a good source, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I've known some people that would be going to heaven. Yeah, yeah. So, I wanted to ask you something. Precious you were field. talking. Before we uh, started to record about an idea you had, and I think, and I jotted it down, I thought it was very clever. You said you've started another LLC, and this one's called Retirement Home Entertainment LLC. <laughs> and you were saying how you were going to start doing comedy at retirement centers. They're the only people that can't run out the door. Well, I could. what I said was I could do the same jokes every night because it'll be new to, to the to the people in the home, but I'm, I'm going in soon. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, you know, my, my time's coming soon, I'm sure. And, <laughs> Your time uh, is and I'm, you know, and soon. look, I'm, I'm easy. I'm just looking for, I want cable TV. Yep. Uh, you know, you get your three meals, deliver yep. it on three the tray. Three hots and a cot, Jer. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> and then, assuming dinner is at 4.30, you were telling me, so I'm yeah, figuring, yeah. what yeah. if I did well, my show? Well, that's the late surfing. <laughs> it's at 4.30. What if yeah. I do my show like every night at 6? It's like the equivalent of the late show. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You'd be in there telling the chef, you've got to stop serving yeah, because uh, turkey. Yeah, because it's for everybody's asleep. <laughs> yeah. What was that? The trip to, trip to fan, fan yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Toast off. And then I, I, I would do the show. Um, so I could still have a show business career even when I go to the looks home. like maybe you yeah. could oh my I was with uh Mickey said I'm going alone I yeah. don't blame yeah. her she's yeah she's, <laughs> she's going to a different alone. one she, if she goes at she's all she's just taking the house and she's gonna yeah. have a lovely time yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she gets the whole house yeah. now. She's, she's giving me pamphlets yep. how about this one <laughs> on this it one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my uh daughter and her family live in Orlando. My son's a stunt guy for Disney. We got the, we went down for Thanksgiving and saw his shows. He's in the Indiana Jones show, and he's oh, in oh, the remake of the show called Fantasmic. So we saw uh, both of those, and uh, he he's in both, and he's a stunt guy in both, and it was great. And I was telling, and so because he works for Disney. When we go to Disney, my wife and I, my daughter, and then their three kids, luckily we get the, the VIP thing. Yeah. So we get into the shows. Anytime we show up, they take us, they escort us to a section where they take a chain down and you go in and say, it's yeah. wonderful. And we're right in front. Oh, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. That's cool. So, well, my daughter, so that I have to have, a, I have to luck up by having a relative who, who is a worker, a working union <laughs> member, by the way, Megan. Yeah. Jerry gets his crap all the time. Yeah, just yeah. for being Jerry. Just for being yeah. Jerry. That's <laughs> good. Yeah. So my daughter says... That's a burden in itself. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter said, yes, yeah, Springer came down for some shows. Some yes, I did. And I saw her, and it was so great. She has such personality in her body. My daughter... Movement. 
She's yes. my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. So no. that's why he was shocked no. by the no, talent. No, she was wearing... <laughs> She was wearing one of these, uh, an outfit, so you couldn't see the person. I forget what character she was. Costume. Yeah, she was wearing, (laughs) costume is the word. Yeah, I'm going into the home, so okay. (laughs) She was wearing a costume, you know, with a big head and everything. But Mickey and I knew right away which one she was. Interesting. And it was. It was just somehow, you know how you sometimes you can tell people from behind the way they walk or something? There's just something... Hey, that must be up ahead. Yeah. And it was like that. We both said the same thing. And she was just... All what was the char- She started as uh, oh. in a show, uh, the character in Lion King. Is it... To, it's not Tulum. It's something that begins with a T. And it's something... <laughs> Timon. In Timon. Pumba. Timon. Yeah. Timon. And then she became uh, a dancer at the... Princess Castle, did yeah. you ever? The Cinderella Castle. The Cinderella Castle. Come on, Jean. I don't know. But anyway, she told <laughs> me, she said when Springer came down, he called. Uh, I guess she, she had said recommended Miss, that. Mr. Springer, she <laughs> said. Mr. Springer. Yeah. She said when Jerry uh, <laughs> called guest services, yeah. because <laughs> she told you, and she was right to do this, she said, call guest services, tell them you're coming, and they'll hook you up with the VIP thing. Same. Yeah, they can put us in got. the front row. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And she said, you called and said, hey, it's Jerry Springer. And uh, you might have said, Lindsey Galvin oh, I'm sure told I me to that. blah, I'm blah, sure blah. And they were yeah. like, who is it? Oh, yeah. And I, uh, Jerry Springer. And he went, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no. No, it's actually Jerry Springer. And then they gave me a quiz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I answered three questions. Let's see if we can come up with the questions yeah. that would verify that that's Jerry Springer. What's your middle name? Yeah. 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 Or, 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 what was your dog's name? Or, yeah, I know yeah. that. What was the street right. of your best friend? Right. What was you? the name of your boat? Oh, that's easy. Now, see, that's good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh, oh! I'm sorry. You don't have one. Oh no, I. <laughs> no, Jer, I don't have a boat. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> Unbelievable. Shall we? Should we? Should we talk, bring yeah. some sanity into this? Yeah. And talk oh about my gosh! You mean talent? Talk to, to that, Lucas that. Wayne. Yeah. yeah, let's talk to some talent. Yes, talk, let's talk do that. Else. Hey, Lucas, how are you? Hey everybody, I'm doing fine. Uh, getting over a little bit of cold and cold and sickness here in Southern Illinois, but it's not COVID, you know. is it? No, it's not the Rona. No, it's not no. the Rona. <laughs> and once again, this is Lucas Wayne. He's calling us tonight from Carmi, Illinois. Like Jean said, right outside of Evansville. So Lucas, um, you, we mentioned that your genre is Western, um, which is how you described it to us. And tell us a little bit about your background and what got you there. Uh, yeah, so I was I was raised right here in Carmi, uh, just small towns, a little river town, and uh, I grew up uh, in in the musicals and in band and jazz band and things, and wow. yeah. and uh, at a very young age started writing songs, and that's kind of just manifested into where I am now. And uh, I own a barber shop here in Carmi. I I, I run oh, it uh, solely. That's so cool. that's what I do for for a living. That's where I'm actually broadcasting from tonight. Is the back room of uh, my barber shop, where I also host the Little Egypt Saturday Showcase, wow. which is on ninety-seven point three WRUL, the tri-state boomer, and it uh, booms across three uh, three states. And we play uh, music 
that's you, kind of been featured on your show. Uh, Abe Partridge has been a featured artist oh, yeah, on my really. show. Uh, Cody Lee Meese, who I think has been on here before. Yep. Um, Darren Darren Heckward, he's he's been on the show. So yeah, so I, uh, we do a lot of lot of cool things um, on the radio, and then I I write my own songs and put them on there as well. So I have nice. a question about your barbershop because my yeah, husband's I, like good. way into the barbershop thing right now. Are you like one of the high end ones where the guys come in and get the bourbon and do all that? Like, what's tell us about this? I'm interested. Um, so, I mean, I'm the only walk-in shop in town, so I, I only take walk-ins. I don't do the appointment thing. Oh, okay. Um, so, so guys come in, they get haircuts. I, I like to think that I do some of the better yeah. haircuts in town as far as the newer styles go. Uh, and then you, apparently, the, you apparently miss the beard, though. That's, he has that yeah, on purpose, well, Jeff. He can grow Yeah, one. see, I, I don't have any hair up here. I'm, I'm covering it with a hat, so I'm... Turn, I'm, I'm turn your face upside got, down. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I, I tried. I tried that, you know, and, then, and you just get this thing down here, and it's, it's horrible, you know? You don't... It's, it's no good. Yeah, I tell people uh, my hair went south for the winter and never did go back north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to steal that one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. You have yeah, a bunch of hair, despite I have, everything. I have hair, yeah. <laughs> despite <laughs> everything. So, Lucas, yeah. tell us what you brought for us tonight. Uh, what are we going to listen to from you? Well, it's kind of funny that you all have been talking about nursing homes and things because uh, this song that I'm going to oh. uh, show you guys is uh, actually a song. It's called No One Turns Me On. And it's about, um, it's the story of this uh, sad little lamp that's sitting behind me. I don't know if you can, if you can see it, but it's, uh, um, it's a song about my grandfather and how um, he went into the nursing home and yeah. um, just kind of like, um, you know, what you do with the house and everything after your loved one is gone. So it's, it's kind of the story told from the perspective of uh, my grandfather's table side lamp, um, which I have the lamp in the and the table right here so oh that is that's so kind of, cool. kind of I, neat. I feel creative. so horrible now well having pretty much <laughs> no, really, every forget everything i said <laughs> <laughs> no i find my wife works for the nursing home she's a great uh, great big fan of yours uh, her name's alexia and she she's a cna but um so we we, we get the nursing home jokes all the time so <laughs> all right hey. all right well here we have lucas swain with no one turns me on
I stand here waiting Oh so patient For someone to flick my switch It's usually their firstborn Or one of the grandkids They're cleaning out the cabinets And they're going through what's left My bulb shines ever stronger Wish they'd stay a little longer They turn Thank you. Thank I you. apologize for anything I said about it. Oh <laughs> I my am so God. glad that lamp has a home. It really am. That's, that was really beautiful. That's a, a, that's a, Lucas, that's a very clever, creative approach oh, to yep. tell that. And by the way, the story of people headed off to uh, yeah. retirement homes, I, that, I, that resonates tremendously because I've yeah. had two in-laws, my mother, yep. my aunt. Yep. Jerry, yeah. you've had a cousin. Sure, yeah. We've yeah. all seen this, yeah. and we know mm-hmm. that. But to tell that story, that sad story, in that way, from the perspective of an inanimate yeah. object, yeah, yeah. honestly, you need to have a second it. part when you took the lamp and gave it another like chapter to its life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I kind, I kind of like the mystery. You know, yeah. won't someone yeah. come get me? And, yeah. and 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 little do they know, I did. That was the, you know, the only two things that I wanted from the house were was uh, yeah. was this table and that lamp. I want oh, to yeah. personally thank you for bringing the show down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually we depend on Gene for that. Oh but. man. Well, what? Okay, I wrote so a really. Where do we find this song? Cause yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to get this. Okay. I'm, yeah, okay, so it, it's everywhere. Everywhere you stream, uh, you, if you go and search Lucas Wayne, you'll find it. It's um, it's just no one turns me on. Uh, you can look up, you know, no Spotify, Apple Music, title. Okay. Any anywhere you do that, and then uh, just to lighten the mood, I, I did write a, a sister song to this song. It, it's not been recorded yet, but it's called Papa Don't Play Powerball No More" because my grandpa was a Powerball player, <laughs> and uh, um, 
<laughs> and with all the uh, recent buzz of the Powerball, it's, it's it's a pretty good one, but it's a little funnier story, so it's not so grim, yeah. you know. Well, no, but that fits uh, country themes. Is it yeah. yeah. Oh. You know, the fact that that's a tr uh, song of tragedy or of sadness, man, that's uh, one of the, the primary themes of uh, country music, wouldn't yep. you say? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, to our listening audience, please go check Lucas Wayne out anywhere you look for your yeah. for your music, be it Spotify. Lucas, I assume you're on Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff. Yeah, if you search me uh, on all that Lucas Wayne music, I'm on uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all you, the good stuff. You are a real excellent. talent. Yeah, yeah excellent. Real Hopefully no we can have you back. That song blew me away. That was great. And great, great. Uh, while you are checking out Lucas, make sure, please, listening audience, that you hop online and give us some feedback. Um, JerrySpringer.com. You can go to our Facebook. You can go to Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast give us a review give us some feedback we look forward to it and this evening we're going to have jerry Springer. or just send me a lamp <laughs> or no don't contact him directly he doesn't know how to check email it will never <laughs> it's never gonna happen yeah. but uh we are gonna have jerry yeah. sing for us oh. on the way out <laughs> yeah. tonight so that'll, hopefully you guys will tune in again <laughs> yeah. all right ladies and gentlemen thanks so yeah. much for joining us this week we look forward to the next time one two three four Gonna lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I'm gonna lay down my heavy load Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Ain't gonna study war no more Ain't gonna study war no more Ain't gonna study Sword and shield down by the riverside, said, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I gotta lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I ain't gonna study war no more, ain't gonna study war no more, ain't gonna study. Yeah, we don't yeah, do yeah. that on the Zoom. Good job. Yeah, exactly. yeah,